Dude, I won the bracket, too. How did you win the bracket? I guessed uh, the finalists, both of them. I mean, it's it's only fair. I created the game. That's true. You did create the game. So I created the champions. How was your shot of pink drink, by the way? That was excellent. I feel like crap already today because of it, and that was seven days ago. Why did you have to drink the pink because drink I shot? I won a celebratory <laughs> pink shot. There's a lot of revisionist history going on in that corner of the room. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And I'm Roberto Pedio. And today we are talking about Basil Hayden, but first we're going to talk about the winner of the March Dramness bracket, Elijah Craig, 18 year. Oh, I thought it was Roberto. That's what the open said. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, you know... I got both of them wrong. <laughs> yes. I am fessing up to it. You can see the reel on the Instagram account of me losing and taking a shot of, it's like Eddie's pink lemonade or something. Yeah, some kind of pink lemonade vodka. Oh, my God. <laughs> With Barstool Sports Collaboration or something. Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. I mean, not, I'm, I'm not sexist, but that's just completely geared towards the, the female population. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen a guy drink a pink lemonade vodka. Besides you. Besides me. <laughs> yeah. Which, that's so easy. That's why he's got 4,000 views. And for those of you that wanted us to drink Stoli, unfortunately, Sam didn't have any Stoli. Because he's a classy joint. Yeah. He's a classy joint. He had one box, but it was like a set, remember? Yeah. And yeah. I was not about to buy the set because the glasses that came with it, like, you can find better glasses at 7-Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> like, these were crappy, run-of-the-mill if you go to Jewel and get the glasses in the aisle, that's what they look like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the whole set was like $15 for the bottle yeah, of vodka and two glasses. <laughs> I yeah. It should be. It's totally, yeah. <laughs> they might have had Solo printed on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they went that classy. They were probably hefty. <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. So, yeah, I got them wrong. Uh, Jake got both of them right. The yeah. finalists. Yeah, I guessed Weller Reserve and the uh, Elijah 18. I, th- I thought I knew both of them. Although I got one right, I think, in the, the second round. Well, you both to be, you both year two were in the final four. They yeah. just neither of them made the championship. Right, 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 right. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Well, well I mean, I made it past the reserve, first round. Reserve made it to the final. Reserve made it to the final. Yeah. And yours didn't make it? I didn't make it out of the first round. Yeah, Sinclair will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that was super fun. I had a lot of fun doing it that. It was super fun, and this week is Masters Week. So, Roberto, I got to ask you and your infinite great ideas, what are we doing for Masters Week for bourbon today? Well, we're going to probably take a Genesis down the Pacific One Highway <laughs> at about 95 miles an hour through the curves and crash it and see if we come back from it. Maybe we'll play at Augusta National if we do that. Make, I don't know. Make the cut. And we make the cut. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, shoot, how do you how do you come back from that? Good for him. You know, the wife beat up his car. How how many different things has he come back from? Yeah, we were talking. Me and Roberto were talking about that at dinner. Is we're like, oh, this is a great comeback story. I'm like, well, is this the second or the third or the, or the third fourth? or the fourth? Uh, yeah, so I don't know what we're gonna do, but um, probably I don't know, like an exclusive 
rich white guy club somewhere uh, that we'll create for bourbon. And it's by invitation only. We'll invite the first woman 50 years after we open. Wait, <laughs> does that mean you don't get to come? Uh, I do not know if they take my kind. <laughs> Maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they're progressive. You just have to be in a box over on the side. Just put the, the, own, the owner's box? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just put me in the, in the cooler somewhere and sneak me in. Nice. Yeah, Elijah eighteen won the blind taste test. Yep. Um, I mean, one of the. I mean, Jake put two unicorn bottles basically in there with Elijah eighteen and Elmer. Yeah. Not a shocker. Not a shocker. the The good news is we picked all of the really good ones in the final four. Yeah, we did. So yeah. Not as, you can yeah. say what you want to say about us. We have somewhat of an idea sometimes right. of what might be going on. And sometimes, I, which. Ish. Let's be clear. Ish. We never set the premise that we're experts. No, <laughs> no. If anything, I think it was the the opposite. The only disappointing to me is we agreed on so much. Yeah, I yeah. That's yeah, I I was kind of surprised. Um, but then again, like I think we've only had one whiskey that we did not enjoy on the on the or that. Yeah, One of I, us did I, not enjoy, I, I and enjoy it was it. the uh, piggyback rye. Yeah. Oh. But I that was because Dan's not a fan of rye in what, general, I, was, typically. Yeah. When it comes to bourbons, we all agreed very much. It just besides Roberto picking Yellowstone over Elijah 18, I just want to throw that out there again. Uh, Yellowstone's so good. That's, what happened yes. in round one. that's a testament to how good Yellowstone is. Uh, but yeah, every time, every other time, we unfortunately all picked the same thing. Yeah. And, uh, I really, I think if we mix it up next time and just throw a bunch of different things in, I will definitely see some variation with, with rise and things of where we differ. But yeah, yeah, you know, and again, uh, I'll, I'll fess up that I came into the tournament thinking I know Weller Reserve, and I said that many times throughout. I, I think I, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or if it was just us talking before, but I am almost positive that you said. You for sure were going to be able to tell Weller and Elijah 18. Yep. Yeah, he like did. The two that won, actually. Reserve and the two him, that yeah. won, and you didn't guess either of them correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but again, to your point, I had good taste because I did yep. pick them yep. to be finalists and even win. I think it was unanimous. Yeah. So, so anyway, that was a fun exercise. I, you know, and that's the thing, though. I mean, these tastings go back to, like, freaking France in the 1900s with wine. Mm-hmm. You you, know, yeah. you didn't think that California ones were going to be good, and they're like, "Oh, sure, this is great," because uh, it's all blind tasting. Yeah, and that's I think that's what's most in um, fun about these things is that you take away all of the prestige, yeah, and you're just drinking a whiskey. Yeah, in this particular instance, he won a very very <laughs> good whiskey. Won, but uh, you know, I like I'm excited to do. Another one, mm-hmm. you know, later this year maybe, uh, where we get a bunch of like cheap ones, maybe like NBA Finals or something. Yeah, I'd like to. I like to have so like. <laughs> I just came up with that. It'd be fun to have a <laughs> bunch of cheap ones and one unicorn, yep. and see what happens. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm in because you're right. Uh, you know, again, I'm glad that those uh, two whiskeys made it to the final. I think it re- we redeemed ourselves that we know something, but that'll be really cool if we just do. Nine run the mill whiskeys off the shelf, middle and bottom shelf, and then it's like, all right, here's a like a Pappy 10 or something. Yeah, 
That'll be fun. I think the biggest thing I learned, I'm not sure if you guys learned much out of this exercise. This is the first time I've really had to concentrate on flavor and tones and color. I have never spent that much time trying to analyze a bourbon in my life. Not trying to pick out, like, not that I was trying to pick out what bottle was what, but just trying to pick out what bourbon tasted like and the differences between the two because you can't, without a bottle and knowing what the bottles are supposed to taste like, you're trying to figure these out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good. Um, you know, bourbon is to be enjoyed and a lot of the connoisseurs and the distillers will say that they're like, dude, mm-hmm. don't, don't spend time picking it apart and see what the yeah. notes in the finish Just drink it. And if yep. it tastes good, it tastes good. Right. Which is what I did with many of those. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the notes are kind of just like, uh, um, embellishment. Yeah. You know, right. like it's, it's just a little thing that adds to the experience. Exactly. It doesn't really matter if you don't get any of it or yeah. not yeah right <laughs> as long as you like what you're drinking now, like you know at the same time i I'll, I'll say i started with i don't know 10 bottles of bourbon you know like three years ago and mm. out of the 10 i think i only had like six unique um and then as i started getting more into bourbon and buying more bottles i did start comparing like i would take two like in just in my in my room, in my bourbon room, I just take them out. Look, okay, this one tastes like this. This one tastes like that. And it's fun to compare just the notes, not not to see which one's better because they're unique. Yeah. Uh, but just see, you know, like, oh, this one's uh, a little more rare. Is that a verb? I think it is. <laughs> rare than than the other one. And it's Friday night and, like, today, you know, it's raining and great. I'm going to drink a rye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, long story. Well, that was a fun exercise. Um Today we're going to shift back just to the basics, uh, kind of where we started and start to just highlight bottles again. And we decided after drinking a bunch of unicorn bottles in a blind taste test that we're going to go back to something again that everyone can find uh, and something that is easy to drink. And yeah. we decided we were going to go with just the original Basil Hayden today. Yeah. So good. I'm in. Hey, one last note on the, you know, if we do this again. Let's call it the NBA playoffs. And I'm so creative that the B stands for bourbon. National Bourbon Association. Oh. I'm so freaking creative and good. Loopholes. <laughs> exactly. Baby, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if the lawyers are going to like it. We have lawyers? They're lawyers. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Basil is... I think one of those, it's a great entry into bourbon. Yeah, for sure. Um, if we talk about some of these ones that you can get into bourbon that are easy drinking, that have some good flavor profiles, that's kind of what I always feel Basil Hayden is. It's something you can always find at a bar if yep. you want to try. It's something that if you put a little bit of water in it to cut it back a little bit, it's not going to take away too much from the flavor. Yeah. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on basil before we start yeah. talking about it? I mean, I... I absolutely would not put water in this because it's only 80 proof. Yeah. <laughs> it's already watered down, right? Yeah. I mean, this is one of the, well, this is the bare minimum threshold for, yep. for whisk or for, for it's bourbon. It's Kentucky straight bourbon, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's extremely drinkable. Um, it's not going to uh, blow you away in terms of like bold flavors, you know, like we had talked about in the last few episodes. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's, Solid flavor, um, lots of good 
um, essential bourbon notes in it. Agreed. And, you know, for the price, what, what was it? I think you were going like to talk about that at some point. Around 40 bucks. Like 40, yeah. 44. So it's middle shelf. If you go to the grocery stores, they'll have it on the top shelf of a grocery store, of course. If yeah. you go to a liquor, you know, liquor store, uh, normally it'll be in the in the middle to, to high. Because, mm-hmm. like, Sam has it on the, on the top shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he's got the other variants and stuff. Well, true. It, so. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I really like basil. It was one of the first bottles that I got when I stopped looking for Wellers and, and EHTs. And then I started actually buying uh, off-the-shelf bottles. And to me, even with the 80% um, proof, it's quite complex. It's good. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's tasty. Yeah, my kind of a funny story about basil is my brother-in-law wanted to start to get into bourbon. He decided that he was going to become a bourbon guy and talked to a couple of friends. And one of his friends recommended that if he was looking for a bottle in an affordable range that would taste good, they recommended him to get a basil Hayden. Yeah. And uh, he sat down and had a sip and then he realized he wasn't a bourbon guy quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so, yeah. No, not if you're new. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. I go over there, I there's basil Hayden, at least for me to drink. Um but I think that's the thing is it's going to sound weird that you have to want to get into some of these things and want to get in to be able to sip in on bourbon. But we've all gone through that, yeah. right? Like yeah. back when I was in my t- 20s, I uh, <laughs> my 20s, not my teens. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Um, when I had my first beer, I did not that like it. That was so it. long ago. It was like yeah. two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't like beer the first time I had it. Oh, oh, yeah, I couldn't stand it. And yeah. you can only take so much ama- or being emasculated for drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade before yeah. <laughs> you start to drink and say, you know yeah. what, screw it, I'm going to drink a beer. And then you started to get into beer, and you started to learn the different types of beers, and then you started to find the flavors you liked. And the same with bourbon. you got to start somewhere. Yeah, agreed. Um, and you want to got to want to get into it, and this is a great one to start with. Yep. Yeah, um, I think this was the second bottle that I had gotten. Um, like off the shelf? Yeah, because... I mean, I had, I had enjoyed Jack a lot, um, but this was like the first, um, you know, higher tier bourbon. Yeah. Um, Elijah Craig was the first one, and then this. Um, and both of them, you know, are. I mean, we've talked about Elijah Craig extensively at this point. Yeah. But I mean, both of those are like the foundation of any oh, yeah. good collection. Right. Mm-hmm. They're just so they're accessible. Very. They're everywhere um yeah. in like unlimited quantities oh yeah, yeah <laughs> and like uh, get 10 bottles why not and they're both under 50 bucks yeah so yeah it, it, especially elijah you know it's like 35 which, yeah 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 i uh <laughs> my story by the way i i don't think i've told this story of how i got into bourbon i've told you the story of how i got into bourbon going to the kentucky bourbon trail mm-hmm. Uh, I must have been five or six, and I was at a at a get together that my parents were hosting. And our weekend house, they would just bring like thirty people every single Saturday. It was a, just a big party, pool, food, grill out. And my house on a Saturday was always thirty, forty people in my house. And the my dad would hire a a bartender, so I went to the bartender and I go, I, "What's my uncle drinking?" He's like, "Oh, it's Jack and Coke." Uh, and I was like, oh, make me one of those. And he, you know, he obviously, he wasn't that, uh, that bad. You know, he talked to my dad and my uncle. He's like, he's like, all right, give him a sip. See what it looks, what it tastes like. 
But it was a good sip. I mean, it was like half an inch in a glass. <laughs> Probably not five, but I'm like 10 at this point. Of just Jack or with Coke? It was Jack and Coke and, okay. and a cube of ice. But it was like 50-50. I mean, it was, well, I guess maybe it tasted stronger because I was 10. Yeah. And yeah. I, I take the whole thing. I drink the whole thing, put it in my mouth, and just spray it out immediately. <laughs> just like, Shh. And my dad's like, all right, so when are you going to start drinking alcohol? I'm like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> I am, I'm perfectly fine. Uh, that was my first introduction to whiskey. Yeah, I think my the first whiskey I drank neat was Jameson. Nice. Um, which I don't think most people ever in their life drink Jameson neat. Oh, they do. I do. They do when it's in a shot glass. Yeah, in a shot glass. Yeah. I do. I, I like Jameson neat. My dad yeah. drinks Jameson. Which I, I mean, it, you know, it's not like the... It, it is an incredibly smooth whiskey, yeah. um, but like it's not complex. You know, no. I think it's, you know, it's very similar to the Irish whiskeys yep. that we tried on the St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. episode where it's very, very few notes, yeah. um, you know, it but I mean, like commercial blended whiskey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I had enough of that and went to Jack and Cokes. <laughs> <laughs> Were you 10? <laughs> uh, Anyway, I, were you going to talk about the whiskey, or was I going to talk about the, the taste? Yes. Um, just a couple little quick facts on it. It's a Beam Centauri product, so it's produced by Jim Beam. Uh, basil came out in 92, so it hasn't been around too terribly long, but again, we've talked about that a lot of the bourbons from the early 90s are coming more, more than likely compared to what we're seeing yeah. nowadays, an older one. Yeah. yeah. And the, a lot of the like um, upper middle bourbons are new yeah like 90s or maybe 80s at the most Mm -hmm. yeah for sure like i think woodford was 80s wasn't it i think it's like 84 86 yeah it uh basil when it came out it always carried an eight-year label on it uh since 2014 it's changed so now it just across top it says artfully aged yeah i think they um did they make them change the label I think they did. I don't think they made them, but I think they uh, decided to. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like Jake said; it's eighty proof, so it, it's just barely over the threshold of being called yeah. uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. It needs to be right at eighty proof, uh, at least fifty-one percent corn, which leads into this mash bill: is sixty-three percent corn, twenty-seven percent rye, and ten percent malted barley. That's a pretty high rye. That is yeah. high rye. Yeah. And it's uh, we said right around forty forty five dollars on the on the shelf, and it's you can find this anywhere. Like I said, this a lot of times at bars. If I go and I'm not at a big bar, they will have this as their top shelf bourbon, which I'm fine with. But yeah. I just have a nice glass of bourbon. Yeah. Uh, so this is one that we can yeah. take quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and again, we talked about it's it's accessible, it's great, and you know, the, you mentioned it's by Jim Beam Suntory, which mm-hmm. is the Japanese American conglomerate. Um, and they have, I think, basil is one of five of their bourbons that are just freaking delicious. They have basil, they have bookers, they have bakers, uh, and they have Knob Creek. So these guys know, yeah. they know how to make bourbon. I think Freddie No from Booker's also start was it with basil for a while. Probably, yeah. Yeah, his name is on the new bottles. Okay. Yeah, so this is this is part of the of the Jim Beam uh, small batch collection with the ones that I just mentioned, and that tells you how good these guys are at making bourbon because this is freaking good. Yeah. Um, so the first thing that that really hits me is the rye. 
it's spicy. And that makes sense that it's mm-hmm. 27%. Uh, it's the first thing that I see. And then, you know, once you, on the nose, when you start really taking a swirl and, uh, and, and, and smelling it, like it's fruity to me. It's, it's a little fruity, right? Like maybe, yeah. maybe peach uh, and something else. I can't place it. Maybe lemon peel. I don't know. Yeah, some some kind of citrus yes. kind of note, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, it's it's fruity, it's complex. That's why the three of us, I think we keep recommending this thing because mm-hmm. it's not like, even though at 80 proof, uh, a lot of 80 proofs, including Weller Special Reserve, can taste watered down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This does not taste watered down. This is, I don't know if they finish them in something else, do they, no? I don't think so. I think this one is straight. Some of the other stuff they do finish in different casks. But, but. these... It could be a blend of different ages, yeah. which would give you a lot of complexity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, pro- they might that might not that might be why they don't put an age label on it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, it's light. It's complex. Uh, you can take you know you can drink a couple of glasses and be fine on like the toasted barrel Elijah Craig bottles that we got at Sam's mm-hmm. on Saturday. <laughs> I don't think you don't want to take more than two. No. Uh, you'll get drunk really nicely at 121%. Yeah. Yeah. Or 136. Like 136 like mine. <laughs> uh, so, again, very enjoyable. I I wouldn't dilute this one because it's already light in alcohol. You know, it's mm-hmm. blended at 80%. Uh, small batch, uh, which means that, of course, it can... Uh, the, the risk, of course, being that it can vary from, from batch to batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think Jim Bean does a good job. Hey, I mean, this is uh, such a... Uh, mass-produced whiskey that I think your yeah. consistency level is going to be dead on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, that's my take on on baseball. I'm I'm enjoying this one that I that I just poured in Jake's really cool glasses. <laughs> I don't I, like what's yeah, the I busted out These ones. It's really cool. So they have these are the ones that have that metal plate. So if you want to chill them, oh, okay. you put them on the metal plate. And it so it's like a in there. like a metal metal chiller thing yeah. that goes underneath okay one thing that's new with basil hayden is with since probably right around the start of the year they've been changing their bottles out mm-hmm. yes and i'm glad because i hated the old labels yes. yeah thank god even the one we're drinking now yeah uh, so the i have the old <laughs> bottle then i for comparison i have a bottle of the basil hayden toast yeah next to it which is the new style the old style is this like paper wrapper yep. that folds across the bottle um and then there's like what i can only describe as a belt yeah <laughs> that's wrapped belt, around yeah. it with the, with the um, initials that BH. says bh yeah um which i mean it it has a good aesthetic it's just that paper wrapper gets destroyed yeah, instantly the shoulders are very very thin on it it looks like it looks like Samuel L. Jackson and Die Hard with the or Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis. with the sandwich board on him walking yeah. around <laughs> with, with less racism on the bottle. That was, uh, that was such a great movie, man. But yeah, so the it's the same bottle shape. They're a very tall wine wine bottle looking uh, a bottle. Yeah, and now the new ones they just have the label on the glass like most people do, like a regular sticker label, right? And then they have the they still have the belt around it, but the belt is looks like a copper belt. And the belt is yeah, it's all around the bottle. It's a lot bigger like and thicker. Yep. And then a nice cork top where the other one had a plastic uh, a cap topper, yeah. over, t- over top yeah. of the cork top. 
Yeah. Uh, so looks, they did it. looks a lot classier. Yeah. It does. I, th- yeah, the new bottles are great. And, you know, we were just saying, when are they going to rotate through them? Who knows? Uh, so you, must, you may still find some of the labels uh, out there. Sam actually had still some of his rye, just the 10-year yep. rye. He still had the label. And the high rye, dark rye, he, he still had the labels on them. Yeah. So I've seen... I've seen the toast is coming in the new style. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen the 10 year, which is also a fantastic yeah, whiskey coming in the new style. Uh, the, the dark rise in the new style. Yep. Um, but you, Roberto said that he saw the new style regular bottle. Yeah. Um, but I have not yet. Yeah. I was at the local grocer store and, uh, they had it on the shelf. It was the new, uh, it was a new label that that's not the paper. I used to love the label for basil. I used to be, when I was new at bourbons, like, this is great. Like, you know, it's a little uh, sandwich board label, you know. Yeah. And, and then, like you said, uh, Jake said earlier, it'll get destroyed in no time, and that's absolutely right. Yeah. You like, I I picked this bottle up maybe 10 times, yeah. and it's already, like, torn and yeah. falling apart. It'll, it'll tear. Like, <laughs> yeah. It'll tear <laughs> it's really not, like, not like I'm you know, whipping it around and right. smashing it into things. It's just, you know, the nature yeah. of that particular label. And even at the store, a lot of them are ripped and oh, crinkled. Yeah, the store and, you buy them ripped, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, from shipping and yeah. All the you know, the shelving at the store. Yeah. It's I mean they do have a good lineup. Uh just a regular basil Hayden is good. Mm-hmm. Um one of the f- one of the first about a little over a year ago when we started really hanging out and drinking a lot of bourbon. One of the first ones that uh, we came across at a store was Basil Ten. Yep. Uh, the, yeah. The ten year bourbon, and for ninety dollars around, it's not the easiest to find, but you can find it. Uh, it's findable in places like Sam has it. Yeah, Sam. most of the time Sam has it. Yeah. Um, typical liquor stores, not usually. Yeah. Um, yeah, like even the big chains like Benny's and Liquor Barn, sometimes they'll have it, sometimes they won't. Yeah. Yeah, but for if you see if you like basil, just the original or the regular basil Hayden, and you see a basil Hayden ten, it's it's well worth the ninety dollars. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I think we bought it at your your local liquor store, right? Don't call it my local; it's local to me. But he's not my local. <laughs> Sam guy. is your local yeah. guy. Okay, <laughs> Sam is your local guy, forty miles away. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, I say that because I have seen in other places, and I think Sam actually has it for about eighty. Eighty dollars a ten, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but it's in that range, eighty or ninety. Mm-hmm. But it's well worth it. That's yeah. a fantastic bourbon. Yeah, and they have the ten year rye, yep. which I haven't tried yet. I have the bottle sitting right behind me, but I haven't opened that one yet. <laughs> it's so good. Um, the dark rye, yep. which is the red label, really good. Um, and then, uh, R.I.P. to the blue label, the rum cask finish. So good. By far and away, the best dessert bourbon oh my God. in the history of mankind. Agreed. It is so good. The rum notes in it, you get that so like sweet. sugar cane sweetness that it's not, it doesn't make you like sick, like from right. the sugar right. taste. Um, but it's, it's so well balanced. So smooth. Which we actually had it at your house last the, week. Last yeah. week. <laughs> which I, I had like, you know, maybe four or five ounces. Uh, yeah. like one at a time, four times, because it's just so easy to drink. Yeah, it's was so good. that before I got over there because I took a nap? No, that was no, while we were playing Settlers. That was Settlers. when we were playing oh. Settlers at the time. <laughs> Who won that game? Uh, I think I did. Uh, I don't think you did. 
Yeah, it was Roberto. <laughs> Pretty sure you both wrong. Okay, fine. It was you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so the the rum casks, the blue label. Unfortunately, they don't make that anymore. That was a one time yeah. release. If you're out there listening, bring that back. I know, <laughs> Come on, Jim Beam. I wish they did because it is so freaking yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's snowing outside in April, which is great. <laughs> I don't know. Where else can we do the podcast from? Florida, Key West? <laughs> well, once we get our bourbon trail trip planned, we can there you go. do one down there on the front porch of that place we're looking at. <laughs> at, at, at 100% humidity yeah. in oh. the summer. <laughs> yeah, so good. I You know, again, baseball is just a solid line of bourbons. Yeah, uh, I do not know if the new bottle design, like the tin, is not black anymore. I no, think it's no. like silver. It's like silver. Yeah, and the uh, dark rye is still reddish, but yeah. it's different too. I don't know about the rye, the green label. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I don't in know, the I new don't know style. Like. Yeah, and of course the blue label, you just won't find it because it's a one-time release, sadly. Well, the basil was good. We have a lot of homework to do next weekend. Because we have Sam's Tasting coming up. Oh, yeah. April 15th at Joe's Place in Marengo from 6 to 10 p.m. Tickets available, $50. Yeah, come see us. Come see us. Come see Sam. The $50 includes, he's got around, going to have around 70 bottles of wine and bourbon. Yep. And food included in the 50 bucks. Yep. Yeah. He gave us a preview of some of the people that are going to be there, and it's a lot of good distilleries. So, yeah, definitely going to be worth it. Completely agree. It's going to be fun. Thanks, Sam, for putting it together. Um, we're looking forward to driving 40 minutes out <laughs> to our local store. To our local store. <laughs> Actually, it's not at his store. It's at Joe's place, but feel free to go to his store to buy anything. Yeah, exactly. Like literally one minute down the road. Yeah. yeah. It's like Dan also, he's a, a great customer of Joe's because when he calls Joe's, they're like, oh, you're Sam Dan. Dan Sam. Dan Armanetti. Dan yeah. Armanetti. <laughs> Apparently, we order too much food when we go down to Sam's from, those, yeah. from Joe's. We need uh, to. Yeah, that's, that was so good, though. Joe's is great. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we'll be there. Um, if, you, uh, if you caught Roberto on his viral reel from him losing and having to drink a shot of <laughs> pink lemonade vodka at Sam's place. So uh, nasty. We're glad. <laughs> Watch the reel, and you'll see my face in disgust. <laughs> Where, it's a real reaction too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where where can they find that reel at, Roberto? Uh, so Instagram. Uh, you know we have a pretty active Instagram account thanks to Jenna Ray Hines. That she does a really good job managing our our Instagram. Uh, so we have pictures. We have contests like we did with the my invention, the March Dramness. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have reels. We have just you name it. It's there. It's really fun. Uh, follow us, share, and Facebook too. So anyway, I didn't mention at Instagram is at Bourbon Matters. Facebook is at Bourbon Matters. And then we have a website. Uh, and the website is bourbonmatterspodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And we're also uh, on, you know, we're uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I forget where. Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Those are the main ones. Google yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah. Find us on there. Give us a listen. Give us a share. If you haven't listened to the bracket, even though you know the winner, go back 
uh, and laugh at us trying to decide which bourbons to pick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And uh, I was going to say the other day, we have the brackets on the Instagram account. Mm-hmm. It's really cool if you just go through the bracket and see the uh, the elimination yeah. of the bourbons. That'll be fun. Yep. Very cool. Well, that's going to probably wrap it up for this episode. Yeah. We will, if Roberto doesn't have another great idea for us to start next week, we will have another bottle of bourbon picked out. Yeah. Well, let's call it whiskey because I'm sure you guys are going to push yeah. for a rye. Well, of course. There's we haven't done a rye in a while. We haven't, we haven't, no. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I mean, we'll fish out a rye. I forgot this is called Rye Matters. <laughs> Fry, Friday. Well, you know, so I have a bottle of uh, Blue Run High Rye Bourbon. Damn. That might be a good one. We may do the seagrass rye, too. We got to do that at some point. The one we got at, at Sam's. <clears throat> limited release, 250. That one is pretty good. Don't you guys have, like, bottle number 47 and if, 50 or yeah, something? Yeah, it's like 48 and 49 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pricey, yeah. but it's it's a good bottle to collect. It is, yeah. Yeah. Rye. It's a rye whiskey. So, yeah, I mean, we got we got options. Yep. Anyway. We'll figure it out. All right. Cheers. Cheers.